Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hi this is kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, the big show is on the radio. Hello, fellow good old boys. This is your old partner, Sven Bjorti Nordsen. All the way from over here in Hammerlanger Fjord, Norway. I tell you what, when you're stuck waxing the family yak, there's no better way to pass the time than listening to John Boy and Billy on that big show. I only wish the show was longer. That yak wax and takes a while, I think. That. Wednesday, December 11th. Right, this might be the last day that Billy's out. I think his eyes getting better from the surgery last week. Going to be in here seeing all sorts of stuff. <laughs> all right, Maybe one more day. We do have John Boy, and here's Billy's chair. And Handy behind the glass. Sitting right here at 10 o'clock. Tell us if it's two o'clock. Terry Hansen. Good, hey, Terry. good morning, good, sir. Good morning, Terrence. Man, I can't believe you're headed toward it. Ain't gonna be long before you're retiring, man. Yep, I'm moving that. back to St. Louis. Yep, we're gonna miss you, buddy. That's right. And uh, what's this all, Terry? Him and no, Billy's birthday is Wednesday. Today. <laughs> oh, thank you, Terry. Must be an old note. I just saw it. So, okay. Well. we'll Wish Billy happy birthday tomorrow when he makes it back in. Be happy with that. Do y'all let me know what I got him. Okay. All you know, right. <laughs> let me see. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, Miss and Terry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
kind of what? slipped on that one. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Thanks for remembering. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, let's see. Okay, well, I got three dates in history saved up. That's going to be the important thing. So y'all. Wake up, get ready to listen to the legs up, and get ready to win that first prize package. So we are getting ready here at Big Show's on the radio. Good morning. Big Show's on the radio. First prize package for win this morning. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm speaking English here. Uh, yeah, Carolina Skiff gift packs, what we got. Of course, Carolina Skiff is the number one saltwater fiberglass outboard powered boat in America. Go anywhere, do anything with a boat from Carolina Skiff. Click on the link at thebigshow.com. And let's look at our dates in history. Actually, we have two dates in history. Our first date will cover the first two categories. I need a lot to think about waking up here. He's with us here. It was December the 11th, 1844. A 29-year-old Hartford, Connecticut dentist named Horace Wells used laughing gas for the first time in a surgical procedure. As an experiment, Dr. Wells inhaled nitrous oxide and had another dentist extract a tooth from his mouth. After the tooth was yanked, Dr. Wells said, It is the greatest discovery ever made. I didn't even feel it so much as the prick of a pin. Well, Dr. Wells continued experimenting on himself with nitrous oxide, chloroform, and other gases. And the experiments eventually drove him mad. And in 1848, he was arrested for throwing a vial of acid at a prostitute. Shortly before he died at the age of 33, Dr. Wells wrote, My brain is burning. I'm becoming a deranged man. And some historians think the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde may have been based on the true story of Dr. Wells. Hmm. Ah. His brain is burning. What, what, was it prostitutes involved, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? I don't Not that I know I of. So. Okay. Didn't include everything. All right, well, moving on. <laughs> it was on this date in 2000. A Romanian man, paralyzed from the waist down, called out the fire department four times in eight hours because he couldn't reach a cigarette lighter. The 63-year-old man said he was desperate for a smoke and was so nervous he kept dropping the lighter on the floor. So I think the fire department just finally just dunk taped it. Good know. idea. All righty. Well, there you go. That's where we're getting our three categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOW is your toll-free line. We're ready. We play Outburst next. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio Wednesday morning. And our video of the day brought to you by Mount Olive Munchies. Satisfy your pickle craving with Munchies, a portable pickle in a pouch. When you're on the go, available in grocery stores now. But the Mount Olive Pickle Company, being sexy ain't easy. Yeah, see for yourself at thebigshow.com. She hot. Is that a new thing where you put your whole mouth over a wine glass or is it... Jerry Lewis has been doing that 
for years. Is that right? Oh, yeah. All right. That used to be one of his big things. Remember when he put his mouth over Right. Ooh. <laughs> well, uh, the first one's a little sexier than Jerry Lewis. Jerry's still loud on the second one. Y'all see what you think. I like number two. <laughs> when you check it out at thebigshow.com. All right. And right now, get our hump day winning beginning. Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing Outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to John from Boom. Mississippi. We'll have a big showtime. <laughs> Good morning, John. Good morning. Hey, man, welcome. All right. See if we get our winning going here, John. Got the legs up in your head. Let's go through the categories. You ready? Yes, sir. Let's uh, go. In five seconds, three things done at the dentist office. Ready, go. Uh, pulling teeth, uh, filling teeth, and uh, get a crown. Bam! All right, John. Category number two. Three things you can inhale. Ready, go. Uh, air, uh, <laughs> laughing gas, uh, nicotine. All right. Good deal. And, all right, following up on that, in honor of the Romanian man, couldn't get a cigarette lit. Three uses <laughs> for a lighter. Ready, go. Uh, a lot of cigar, a lot of cigarette, uh, a lot of fire. There you go. Now we send you a big old Carolina Skiff gift pack down to Boonville for you win. Congratulations. Well, thank y'all very much. I appreciate it so much. Oh, right, buddy. Hang on for Jackie. Thank you. Bottom of the hour, time of the top of your news. Right on the other side, playing Peller's favorite Christmas song from the big show, Christmas Classics. Hang on. Shows on the radio. Oh, man, yeah, December 11th. Uh, we are trotting out the big show Christmas classics. Big things on one of Pillar's favorite Christmas tunes. It's a white trash Christmas. Just picking her nose It's a white trash Christmas 
daddy get the gun for when the reindeer come. Mama said she cook it if we kill us one. We both love hunting because it's so much fun. It's a white trash Christmas. We got seven cats scratching fleas underneath the artificial tree. Walmart certificate in my stocking. Mama's always queen of one-stop shopping. Bacon, eggs, and beer for Santa. God bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. The only snow I see is on my sister's shoulder. When our cousin comes over, he likes to hold her. She basket in the kitchen just like I told her. It's a white trash Christmas. We got turkey spam, beans and yams, Papa's having flashbacks to Vietnam. Grab the kids, go run and hide, take shelter underneath the double wide. Bacon, eggs, and beer for Santa. God bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. Mama spent the last of her welfare check to buy Grandpa a carton of cigarettes. But she knows it'll make his best Christmas yet. It's a white trash Christmas. Everybody! The dog went and took another dump on the floor. Mama's making up a fresh batch of s'mores. Daddy got drunk and hit his head on the door. It's a white trash Christmas. My presents are wrapped in the comic strips. Goodwill shirts and deodorants. Fresh beef jerky and a six and Miller light. We'll be having us a party on Christmas night. Bacon, eggs, and beer for Santa. God bless us, everyone. Bacon, eggs, and beer for Santa. God bless us, Good morning, the big show's on the radio. Uh, had an old boy deliver a load of wood to the farm, and I thought our listeners would love to meet him. And as uh, y'all know, I have a real eye for talent, and his name is Nerville T. Wheeler. Uh, come on in here, Nerville. I'm sure. Where am I supposed to sit at? Uh, in, any open chair is fine. So uh, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? <clears throat> well, I was born and raised. You, you, you might want to get closer, closer to the mic. Which one's Mike? <laughs> Closer <laughs> to the microphone. Oh, there, man. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was born and raised in a little town called. Oh, all right, all right, just, just split the difference. <clears throat> How's this guy? All right, perfect, Nerville. There you go. <laughs> Got lots of rules in the right, Joe, Aaron, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, where was I? Uh, you were born and raised in a small town. Well, you know so much. Why don't you tell it? <laughs> well, no, we'd, we'd like to hear it from you. <clears throat> Yeah, I was born and raised in a little town called Whistling Booger, South Carolina. Uh, what what part of the state is that in? Uh, let's see here. Uh, you know where uh, Pitt Stain is? No. Uh, how about uh, Turtle Nipple Creek over there? No. Does Bumble Stump ring a bell for you? No. You don't get out much, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, I, I think our listeners would uh, would love to hear how old you are. Really? They don't get out much either, do they? <laughs> well, sir, I turned uh, 
102 years old last week. Well, happy birthday. Again? Seems like I just had a birthday last week. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> what do you attribute your long life to? Spam. I ate three, four cans a day. Well, that can't be good for you. No, well, stays good in the cans for a good spell. I reckon it could do the same for me. <laughs> well, so, well uh, Nerval, how do you spend Christmas down in uh, Whistling Booger? I, I imagine you got a whole bunch of family in for the holidays. No, no, sir. Ain't got a whole lot of family to speak of. Really? I done outlived all of them. Last Ken I had to the homestead there, my great-great-grandson Kenny come down last year for Christmas. Hey, he didn't last long. I sense a story. Uh, well, since you asked him, after a cold night, as I recollect, I figured a, a hot breakfast had hit the spot, and I made some eggs and grits and spam, of course. Mm -hmm. I put the plates on the table there, and Kenny says, Graham Snarble, I, I don't think these plates look very clean here. And I said, well, sonny, it's, it's as clean as cold water can get them. Now go on and tuck in for when it gets cold. Later on that day, for lunch, I decided to make up a little, little parcel of hamburgs there. Uh, Kenny sat at the table there, and he says, um, Gramps Nerville, there's still some dried egg on these plates here. And I said, well, they're as clean as cold water can get them. Now quit you fretting and get to eating. Then before long, it's time for him to leave. My old hound dog there started growling at him, and he wouldn't let him out the door. And he said, uh, hey, Gramps Nerville, your dog won't let me out. So I hollered, cold water, go lay down. <laughs> I, I ain't seen Kenny since. <laughs> Modern kids don't understand country living. That is the dad burn truth, John Boy. <laughs> well, I, I got to get a in along. Uh, don't feel like you got to rush off. Oh, well, I got a load of burr oak I delivered this divorcee with a wooden leg. I sure don't want her to have to burn it to stay warm. Mm. Uh, wouldn't be all, would it be all right if I... Tried that indoor toilet of yours. I hear that's a pretty big deal. Well, sure. That's mighty neighborly of you. Well, um, you keep your saddle oiled and your gun grease. Holler if you need me. Good morning. It's Big Show on the radio. Mm. I'll never forget the first time I met John Boy and Billy. John Boy carrying Billy around wrapped up in a little towel. <laughs> Been making sounds, kindly like a cat. <laughs> Weren't no bigger than a squirrel. John Boy wanted me to bury him out back under that rock, but he kept crawling out of that towel. After a while, I sort of let him go, and he crawled off Summers. John Boy don't carry him around in a towel no more. Mm. Got a little basket for him. Mm. Little feller, little feller. Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio, rolling through your Wednesday, December the 11th. It's that time of year for office Christmas parties. Let in mind, 
Uh, big Show Chipmunk Christmas Classic. Okay, you chipmunks, are you ready to sing? Simon? Okay. Theodore? You bet. Alvin? Alvin? Alvin! was great, Simon. Thank you very much. Hey, care for another cocktail? Don't mind if I do. Nice singing, Theodore. Thanks, dude. Have you tried the clam dip? Alvin, I think you've had enough to drink. Alvin? Alvin! Oh, oh no, oh no, Alvin, not in the punch bowl! Oh, wow, that's excessive. What a trash out. Let's get this over with. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we'll play John Boy Jeopardy. Somebody will win a Happy Herd prize pack. Yeah, boys, I'm happy herd. They make the best attractants, minerals, and feed for deer, bear, and hogs in the hunting industry. 31-point buck, North Carolina state record, first day of bow season this year. Going to meet Tory Pegg using that Happy Herd Kotal persimmon flavor work for him. Man, y'all go to thebigshow.com, click on the Happy Herd link, enter code JBB at checkout, you get 10% off. Uh, hang on, we'll play in minutes. Right now, it's time for Tatertainment News. Here's that girl, Marcy Tater Moran. Why, thank you so very much, John Boy. Yeah, baby. Some sad news to start off the uh, entertainment segment with. Um, a couple of actors have left us. Uh, Carol Spinney, the puppeteer who played Big Bird. Oh, yeah. I'm saying his name correctly. Spinney. Uh, he played Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch for over five decades. Wow. And he passed over the weekend. He was 85 years old. Um, the Associated Press is saying that he had been suffering from dystonia, a common movement disorder. And he won five daytime Emmys for his work on Sesame Street and earned a Lifetime Achievement Award from the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences in 2006. He has uh, been with the show. He's with, with, they debuted in 1969, and he didn't retire until 2018. How about that? So, condolences. Ron Liebman. He uh, is an acclaimed film, television, and Tony-winning actor, and he also passed away over the weekend. He was 82 years old. His agent said the cause was pneumonia, according to CNN. He was born in New York City. He's uh, He won a Tony Award for Best Actor in a Play for his role as Roy Cohn in The Angels in America. Oh, yeah. Millennial Approaches. Uh, Millennium Approaches, excuse me. Uh, he's known for roles in films like Slaughterhouse-Five, Where's Papa, and Norma Ray. 
Uh, he's also known f- for his TV role on Friends, playing Rachel's short-tempered father, mm. Dr. Leonard Green. And more recently, you may have uh, heard his voice on a recurring role uh, as Ron Cadillac in FX's show Archer. He had played the husband of Mallory Archer, Archer's mom. You know what I remember him as? You remember the movie Zorro the Gay Blade? Yeah. He was the Akalde. The Akalde! (laughs) (laughs) Funny, 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 funny guy. And one more actor also passed away over the weekend, Rene Albergenois. 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 Uh, he was 79. The cause of death uh, for Rene was metastatic lung cancer, oh according to his son. CNN is reporting that uh, you may remember him from Benson. He played the uh, the governor's uh, press secretary. Okay. No. Star Trek yeah. Deep Space Nine. He was also uh, one of the lawyers on Boston Legal. And uh, he was uh, he was all, he did a lot of theater film and he was uh, known as the Army Chaplain Father John Mulcahy in uh, 1970s Mash. Oh yeah, oh, okay. In the, yeah. In the movie sure. Mash. Yeah. In the okay, movie Mash. That. So that yeah. might spark your memory. All right. All right. Let's see. I'm going to move on to some current stuff. I don't know if you know who Olivia Culpo is, but she is dating Panthers player Christian McCaffrey. Okay, so Olivia uh, is a TV star and personality. She's 27. McCaffrey is 23. Meow. Go older, girl. (laughs) And they've been together about six months. And you can find them all over their Instagram and Twitter, according to People Magazine. And uh, they're in love, apparently. Well, Christian, having a good year all the way around, eh? (laughs) How about that? She also was uh, in Miss Universe, or was she? Former Miss Universe herself. So, yeah, she Uh won Miss Universe. Uh, a couple years ago, and she was backstage during the uh, Miss Universe competition this past weekend, being doing some correspondence back there with Vanessa huh. Lachey. And to speak of uh, the Miss Universe pageant, pageant uh, <laughs> Steve Harvey. Four uh, years I'm ago. so over him. Well, yeah. go ahead and fire him. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> no, oh, no, oh, oh. four years ago. I don't even know what he did. Well, four years ago, you may remember Steve Harvey mistakenly awarded the wrong. Yeah. Miss, the wrong uh, young lady, Miss Universe's title. Well, um, so over the weekend, he kind of had an air similar to it. Not completely his fault and not as bad as naming the wrong Miss Universe. But so apparently pageant uh, pageant producers put on stage Miss Malaysia uh, showing off her costume, an elaborate costume. Uh But she wasn't the winner and he was giving the award away. For the like best costume, you know, uh, <laughs> so and that was award. supposed to go to Miss Philippines. So if you stayed with the show long enough, and you're at this point where they're awarding best costumes, <laughs> the lady he said here she is was not Miss Philippines; it was Miss Malaysia. Uh, so that was that was how that happened. So Miss Malaysia had to come up and say, you know, no, it's not me. She quoted him. I mean, she uh, corrected him. You do the accent very well. <laughs> I don't know how. I didn't watch it. I didn't. No, he's, I not me. he's not me. He's not me. And so. Uh, he was quoted as saying, let me explain. I just read that in a teleprompter. You all quit doing this to me. Okay. He needs to stick with Family Feud, don't you think? <laughs> so, yeah. so E! News, I guess they're just trying to spice up the the Miss Universe contest and award different awards. Uh-huh. The best costume is one of them. Yeah, good job. All right, let's see. <laughs> tell I lost you guys on that. Well, wow. and the last thing I was going to tell you was just love. I was going to end on a positive note. Well, let's try that. Um, Emma Stone, you familiar with that actress? Yep. Emma Stone, know her name. She is engaged. 
And her fiance is a writer for Saturday Night Live, David McCary. Uh, well, wait a minute. I thought Emma Stone was with Andrew Garfield. They broke up uh, shortly after Spider Man. Uh, and look how I got to find out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, she's engaged to this guy now. So there you got that going for quick, you. doesn't she? <laughs> it's been years, Holy man. Cow. Tramp. Years. years. <laughs> My gosh, they've been dating for a while. So good, good luck to her and uh, Katy Perry. Still engaged to Orlando Bloom, but they were supposed to get married this month, and that's been called off. They changed. Uh, they changed okay. the timing due to the location. And source says that's uh that's I see I can tell see I'm already giving yeah, up well, I'm giving up because you gave up so I'm in like, the same location if you're gonna get married well I you guess. know when you're gonna get married this month I'm sure like all yeah. the invitations and stuff went right. out so you can't I mean come on John Boy <laughs> so they're they're still here. all right so there's a uh, entertainment news all right I'm filing it away <laughs> thank you you're welcome maybe you can replace Steve Harvey I'd Open love to that would be fantastic. <laughs> That that would be it. All right, baby. Well, let's see if we can get us a winner. Let's play John Boy Jeopardy. All right, review yesterday's question. We found out this essential body part, uh, John F. Kennedy, went missing three years after they stored it for future research. The brain. His brain. And I know that. All right, well, here we go. Today's John Boy Jeopardy. On the average, Americans spend a total of two weeks or just over 336 hours each year sitting in one of these. A line at the DMV. (laughs) (laughs) 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll-free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy next. Wednesday morning, it's Big Show on the radio, and our hump day video brought to you by Mount Olive Munchies. It's a portable pickle in a pouch when you own a go. Available in grocery stores now at the Mount Olive Pickle Company. Being sexy ain't easy. Check it out at thebigshow.com. Chance and do that. And right now, let's play. It's time once again for America's favorite game show, John Boy Jeopardy. And here's your host. He went to the store last week to buy a toilet brush, but after just two days, he decided to go back to paper. It's John Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Burn, burn. Uh, Say hey to Kenny out of Danville, Virginia. Good morning, Kenny. Good morning. Hey, buddy. Welcome. All right, Kenny, you first up. Let's see what you got. On the average, Americans spend a total of two weeks or just 336 hours each year setting in one of these. What is a recliner? Is it a recliner? I don't believe everybody's as lucky as me and you on that recliner deal there, Kenny. Uh, <laughs> All right. well, I know. Man, you add that up. Mine's way over that. Ain't it? That's it. Uh, uh, Jackie, wasn't that neat? Did y'all, when uh, Patrick yesterday brought a Christmas present, oh, one boy. of them was like an armrest for a recliner. Right. Where like you could just it's an keep, organizer. An right. organizer. Yeah. That's awesome. So I don't have to get up anymore. So look for my hours to go up. Like he did before. 
<laughs> I can tell you, my table's a mess right beside my recliner. Anyway, uh, but uh, hey, Kenny, we'll appreciate you playing, buddy. You have a great day and a Merry Christmas. Okay. All right, man. Let's go to Crystal is down in uh, Benson, North Carolina. Good morning, Crystal. Good morning. How you doing? Hey, we're good. Hey, good, Crystal. good. Well, maybe it's not a recliner Americans spend over two weeks a year setting in. What do you think it is? I'm going to say the bathroom. Well, is it bathroom? <laughs> Southern is well, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. In the bathroom, yay. Now, this is where John Boy says, hey, I, I beat that. I did that this week. <laughs> uh, all right, Chris. Well, we sending you that big old prize pack down to Benston. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank y'all so much. Yeah, well, Merry Christmas. You hang on for Jack. Merry Christmas to y'all, too. Thank Bottom of the hour, time on the top of your news. Right on the other side, our time capsule for this December the 11th. Hang on for life. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. Nah, hello. <laughs> hey, it's Hoyt. All my life, want to fight about it? John Boy and Billy here, Hoyt. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> How you doing? Hey, man. Can you get Rayford to have a shirt made for me? Well, we'll, we'll try. What, what do you want it to say? I want it to say, if I'd have known he was going to turn out like this, I'd have quit listening to him in 1955. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's it going, buddy? No, dang <laughs> what's, what's the matter? The prodigal has returned. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Delbert's daddy's moved back in with y'all? Yeah. Uh-oh. Him and the missus is split again, and it looks like this time it's permanent. Oh, I thought they got back together. Well, they did, but they didn't last. She's been running around on him again. Oh, man. And this time he got her to admit it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He come home one afternoon and said, Honey, me and the boys at work was talking. We think that new UPS delivery man has slept with every woman on our street but one. Mm. And she said, you know, I bet it's that snotty Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> I guess that was the last straw, huh? Yeah. Wife moving n- back into Mandelbert. Oh, man, wife number six. Yeah. Mm. Said he's tired of getting married. I guess. Next time he's just going to find a woman he don't like and buy her a house. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's Delbert up to? Oh, friend hasn't asked him to watch his cat while he was out of town. Uh-huh. He's been cat-sitting all week. <laughs> Called to check in yesterday. says, Delbert, how's my cat? Deborah says, well, the cat got run over by a car, and she died. Oh, the fellow went all to pieces. Uh And he got mad. He said, you darn fool. Don't you know you don't just blurt something like that out all at once? You got to prepare a man for a piece of bad news like that. When I say, how's my cat? First you say, well, she's climbed up on the roof, and we can't get her down. Uh Then when I call the next day and say, how's the cat? You say, well, 
we got the fire department to come get her down, but she got scared and run out in the road and got hit by a car. Now, they took her to the vet. We think she's going to be all right. Mm. And then the next day when I call, I say, how's the cat? And you're supposed to say something like, well, she took a sudden turn for the worse last night, and she died. I'm real sorry. See, that way I'd be mentally ready for the bad news. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, anyway, did you go over and look in on Grandma like I asked you to? And Deborah says, yeah. He says, well, how is she? And Deborah says, well, she's climbed up on the roof, and we can't get her down. <laughs> That was smooth. Oh, he's a quick learner. Yeah. Hey, listen, I got to run here. Me and Henry Kissinger's got to run to the grocery store. Got another mouth to feed now, you know. Yeah. Hey, you going to stick over later on? Yeah, well. Well, you tell him. I said, duh, huh? You know what you mean. Hi. Y'all keep him straight up there. Hi. Bye. Bye. John Boy and Billy. Do not go in there. Woo! Morning radio done right. Good Wednesday morning. It is a big show on the radio. Rolling through your December the 11th. Well, there's a pink Cadillac in the parking lot. Either Santa's come out of the closet or Bunny Baxter's stopping by. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, what stinks in here? Well, I am serious. That's because you guys live with it so much. You don't notice it, but oh, it stings the nostrils. Don't look at me. Oh, I tell you. Well, hello. You big ding-dongs, you know me, I'm Bunny, the expert on funny, all right? Uh, Oh, excuse me. Okay, I got to sit down. Oh, I'm still recovering from Black Friday. It was, yeah, it was my first time out there, you know? For years, I thought Black Friday was an Ice Cube movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was a nightmare for sure. It was like Hunger Games, and the winner gets to pay 10 bucks for a toaster. (laughs) It's crazy out there. But I have to admit that I got some good deals. I did. I know I should be thankful, but uh, I'm really, I'm ticked off that all those stores overcharged me for the other 364 days of the year. (laughs) They do it. You want to give me a Black Friday deal I can use? How about half off at the damn liquor store? (laughs) (laughs) Right? She knows what I'm talking about. Oh, I do. I do. I love my booze. Not as much as I used to, though. It started showing uh, telltale signs of having a drinking problem. I sure did. I started losing arguments with inanimate objects. (laughs) I had a permanent bruise on the back of my head from getting hit with the toilet seat. (laughs) Oh, I tell you, every mosquito that bit me died of alcohol poisoning. My landscaping all died because I peed in the bushes. It was terrible. I tried going to AA. I started by saying, hi, my name is... um, uh. <laughs> oh gosh, big problem. It was a problem. Oh, it's funny, but the the last straw, what what really sobered me up was I couldn't afford to keep feeding that damn pink elephant. <laughs> <laughs> right? All right, all right. Enough of this foolish. I got a story for you. You ready? You ready? Okay. This guy walks into a bar. <laughs> funny, I start with that. But this guy walks into a bar with an ostrich right behind him. He sits at the bar and says, "I'll have a beer." He turns to the ostrich and says, how about you? The ostrich says, I'll have the same. The bartender says, that'll be 540. 
The guy reaches into his pocket and pulls out the exact change. And the next day, the guy and the ostrich come strolling in again, and the guy says, I'll have a beer. And the ostrich chimes in with, same here. And once again, the guy reaches into his pocket and pulls out the exact change. Well, this became the routine for many days until late one night, the guy and the ostrich come into the bar. The bartender asks if they'll have the usual, and the guy says, well, it's close to last call, so I'll have a large scotch. And the ostrich says, you know what? That sounds good. I'll have that too. And the bartender says, well, that'll be nine bucks and 20 cents. And again, the guy reaches into his pocket and pulls out the exact change. The bartender's curiosity, well, that just gets the better of him. And he says, excuse me, sir, how do you manage to always have, always come up with the exact change out of your pocket every single time? And the guy says, well, years ago, I was cleaning the attic and found this old lamp. And when I rubbed it, a genie appeared and offered me two wishes. So my first wish was that if I ever needed to pay for anything, I just put my hand in my pocket and the right amount of money would be there. Well, the bartender says, that's brilliant, right? Most people would just wish for a million dollars or something, but you'll always be as rich as you want for as long as you live. And the guy smiles and says, yep, whether it's a Rolls Royce or a gallon of milk, the exact money is always there. And the bartender says, you're a genius. Uh, one other thing, though, sir, what's with the ostrich? And the guy says, my second wish was for a chick with long legs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but they'll bump, right? <laughs> okay, I got one more for you. Uh, a father puts his three-year-old daughter to bed, told her a story, and then listened to her prayers. God bless mommy. God bless daddy. God bless grandma. And goodbye, grandpa. The father asked, why did you say goodbye, grandpa? And the little girl said, I don't know, daddy just seemed like the thing to do. The next day, the grandpa died. A few months later at bedtime, the father listened to his daughter's prayers. God bless mommy. God bless daddy. And goodbye, grandma. And the next day, sure enough, the grandmother died. The father thinks, holy crap, this kid is in contact with the other side. Several weeks later, the father's putting his little daughter to bed. God bless mommy. And goodbye, daddy. Oh, the poor guy practically goes into shock. He didn't sleep at all that night. He went to the office early and was nervous as a cat all day. He figured if he could make it till midnight, he'd be okay. He stayed in the office that night. He drank coffee and watched the clock all night long. Finally, at midnight, he breathed a sigh of relief and went home. Well, his wife met him at the door. Why are you so late? And the husband says, I don't want to talk about it. This has been the worst day of my life. And the wife says, you think you had a bad day? This morning, the mailman dropped dead on our front porch. <laughs> so glad I didn't have to explain it to her. All right, that's enough. I'll see you goobas around the bed. And remember, when they ask you who's funny, you're going to say, Bonnie, toodles. It's a big show on your radio. Thanks for joining us this morning. Hey, this is the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, and we're talking about the John Boy and Billy. Big show. I say the big show. And every morning, they'd be styling and profiling. Woo!
Good morning. It's the Big Show on the radio. Wednesday morning, December the 11th. Quick reminder for y'all. If you're at home, when you get home, remember, uh, set your DVR for the CW Network Thursday night, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central. And now when Jeff Pillars is playing a role of Santa Claus in the CW Network's Legacy Series. It's, it's always about weird stuff out there, like spooks and haints and all. Yeah. So uh, Pillars just said to Santa Claus, man, it must be for the big party. Might have been seeing him on the on the promos for the show, running like that. So, oh, Jeff Pillars, another Festivus miracle. That's <laughs> Ah, <Tell> me. <laughs> oh, man, Yaki Soda, yeah. At his Christmas album out last year. Oh, it wears well. We'll hear him. And then the easiest way for you to win on the current events quiz. Pillars fills in for Billy with our test subject. By the way, yeah, Billy's out again today. Hopefully, he'll be back tomorrow. But we'll wish him a happy birthday. Today is Billy's birthday. Really? Get a chance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Billy's Facebook page there. Wish him happy birthday. Do some time at thebigshow.com today, and you'll see how being sexy ain't easy. By the way, it has nothing at all to do with Billy on this. You'll see. But it's not easy for him as well. But he has been laying on his back for three days. Well, never mind. I'm going off. I'm going off here. Big show. Rolls on. Good morning. Big show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to win this morning, the current events quiz. Take C. Get 50 bucks to spend on an American Express gift card, courtesy of Bojangles. It's bow time. And it's Christmas time. All right, we hear you. You love you some Mr. Yaki Soda. Glad the Christmas spirit is moving all over the world. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Today's episode, A Yaki Soda Christmas. As our story opens, Big Show Business Associate Mr. Yaki Soda and his wife are relaxing at home after a delicious evening dinner. Uh, oh, ah, <laughs> uh, wife, I must tear you. There was one delicious plea Christmas dinner. Oh, you like? Reich! Reich! I rubbed it! <laughs> Never been so derided by a meal, especially one of yours. Oh, husband, you honor me with, hey, what do you mean, especially one of yours? Lirax, wife. <laughs> Yeah, I guess sort of like to pay compliment. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, whatever. But like I said, I'm glad you like. Not right. Rob! Rob! Pay attention! You know, I can only think of one thing that would make a delicious meal more memorable. Uh, a cup of coffee? Oh, stupid, Siri, not cup of coffee. Uh, a lemon meringue pie? No, not lemon meringue pie. <laughs> I was thinking you and me do a riddle wee with you. Oh, husband, I tell you, no. Not the wee with you. Why not? I still had to clear the dishes from the table. You can create dishes right up. Like now, time for wee with you. But husband, you know whenever we do the wee with you, it always take us so long. No, no. Only take two or three minutes. Come on, baby doll. It's Christmas. <laughs> Let's lock! What, what the Christmas got to do with us? It's not like a 
Wait a minute, hold it. I know what's going on. You've been at work all day looking at girl in office. What's her name? What, 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 what? <laughs> what girl? What you talk about? I know, I know, that blonde girl who entered the telephone. Hey, what we Oh. <laughs> you mean. Babylon. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Babylon. <laughs> She got you all full of that holiday spirit. That's why you so hard for a wee with you. Got nothing to do with Babala. Although, <laughs> you know that ever since we come to America, we with you yak a sort of favorite tradition at Christmas time. My husband. Come on, sweet pookie poo. <laughs> One quick wee with you, then I help you clean up dishes. Okay, you promise? I promise. <laughs> Okay, okay, let's get it over with. You ready? Here we go. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We hope you've enjoyed John Boy and Billy Playhouse. No more singing, take off top. Tune in again next time. We'll hear the crusty old mobile detail guy who cleans Barbara's car say, Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. <laughs> right! All right, sir. Uh, he got talent somewhere in there. All right, y'all, the current events quiz time here. Mr. Pillars filling in for Billy for our test results. What are we dealing with, Jeff? Incredibly stupid art news out of Florida. All right, 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You told Freeline across America, take C and win. Next. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Good morning. The Big Show's on the radio. And our video of the day brought to you by the Mount Olive Pickle Company. You satisfy your pickle craving with munchies, a portable pickle in a pouch when you own the go. Available in grocery stores now. The video being sexy ain't easy. We're talking about right there at thebigshow.com. Get a chance today. Hey, right now, girl. Ready? And we got Danny from Church Hill, Tennessee. Good morning, Danny. Good morning. How we doing? We doing good. Had you made it in here, Danny? You listen to Jeff and win this contest. Danny, an artwork entitled "The Comedian" by Italian artist Maurizio Catalan, recently sold in Miami last week for an incredible one hundred twenty thousand dollars. What makes it so incredible is that the sculpture was a real banana duct taped to a wall. <laughs> yes, a banana duct taped to a wall. And there's another edition of the piece that's expected to fetch upwards of $150,000. Ironically, the actual banana was eaten by some jabroni over the weekend. <laughs> making it the most expensive piece of fruit since Liberace. <laughs> Whoa. This is not the first attempt at wall art, but sadly, others have not fared so well. Such as, A... The artist in 1984 that stapled his dinner check to a plank that sold for $100. B, a simple hole drilled in a piece of drywall that sold in New York for $50. Or C, the time John Boy was fined $500 when his underwear stuck to a wall. (laughs) (laughs) What you got, Danny? I'll take C. Well, Danny, you got 50 bucks to spend on an American Express gift card courtesy of Bojangles. You spread around Church Hill there, buddy. Okay, appreciate it. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, time for the top of your news. And the Robert Earl Keys Christmas 2 recorded live in the Big Show studio right on the other side.
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. We head toward Christmas time. Our December the 11th. Well, our boy out of East Texas, Robert Earl Keane. We got a 25-year friendship with Merry Christmas from the family. Yeah, in time, as he's right here in the Big Show studio. We recorded this live, unplugged, sing along, let's get it. Everybody say cheese. All right. All right. <laughs> Mom got drunk and dad got drunk at our Christmas party. We were drinking champagne punch and homemade eggnog. Little sister brought her new boyfriend. He was a Mexican. We didn't know what to think of him. Tell his sign, Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad. Brother Ken brought his kids with him. The three from his first wife, Lynn. And the two identical twins from his second wife, Mary Nell. Of course, they brought his new wife, Kay, who talks all about AA. Chain smoking while the stereo plays. Noel, Noel, the first Noel. Oh, no, I love it. <laughs> Carve the turkey, turn the ball game on. Mix margaritas when the eggnog's gone. Send somebody to the quick pack store. We need some icing and extension cord. A can of bean dip and some diet rice. A box of tampons, some Marlboro lights. Everybody say cheese. Merry Christmas from the family. (laughs) Fran and Rita drove from Harlingen. I can't remember how I'm kin to them. But when they tried to plug their motor home in, they blew our Christmas lights. Cousin David knew just what went wrong So we all waited out on our front lawn He threw a breaker and the lights came on And we sang Silent night, oh silent night Oh holy night Call the turkey, turn the ball game on Make bloody Marys, cause we all want one. Send somebody to the stop and go. We need some celery and a can of fake snow. A bag of lemons and some diet sprites. A box of tampons, some Salem lights. Hallelujah, everybody say cheese. Merry Christmas from the family. Feliz Navidad. 
Good morning. Big shows on the radio. The Christmas tunes keep on coming. Stumbling around the open bar. It's a five-star Yuletide smash. Tom Sizemore is back on crack and he's eating from the trash. Wandering around the party crowd, it's a Christmas time gone wrong. Caitlyn Jenner is all coked up and stripped down to her thong. You will get a sick and queasy feeling in your gut. Thinking that you're straight up tripping, Kathy Bates is skinny dead. A-list pals like David Hasselhoff. There's Dr. Phil asking Vanilla Ice to turn his head and cough. Hey, look, Ron Jeremy's out cold. Let's shave his body and drop him off at SeaWorld. Now don't forget, everybody, Danny Bonaducci is fighting Screech in five minutes. Dave Coulier is handling all the bets. No, 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 don't go in that room, brother. Scott Bale is hooking up with Brooke Hogan. He thinks it's Pam Anderson. <laughs> yeah! Hey, Mel Gibson's at the front door again. Tell him the party's been moved down the street to no has-beens. Catch a scent of a romance that is wafting through the air. A bag on Kathy Griffin's noggin. Rider like a cheap toboggan. Trying to close the open bar. Their welcome's overstayed. Andy Dick's been here two damn weeks and he just won't go away. Oops, clean up on aisle three. This is James Best, but maybe you know me better as Rush Pete Coltrane on the Dukes of Hazzard. Listen, I want you to listen to John Boy and Billy's on the big show or I'll cuff you and stuff you. I'm not kidding. Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio for you Wednesday morning. Yeah, buddy James Gregory playing a comedy catch in Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, tomorrow night and Friday night. That's your two nights of shows with James, Thursday and Friday, comedy catch Chattanooga. Find out when to be near you at funniestman.com. Man, I got a card, wanted to thank uh, Mike Cornette uh, for a nice thank you card. And, figured out well his daughter had it we sent him a autograph picture of the big show gang it was his birthday been listening a long time says his four-year-old granddaughter loves it when he answers the phone hello <laughs> 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 mama's from the big show that'll stick with you for a lifetime it's crazy ain't it? 
Mike, we appreciate the card, buddy. That's, that's neat. We got the best listeners. And they always say, hey, everybody met in Aiken, South Carolina. Old friends and new friends over the weekend visiting. Little buddy, Henricato down there. Appreciate the staff and the Wilcox uh, taking care of it. Uh-oh. <laughs> there he is. He's editing. He's editing in his brain right there. He's like, and me- uh, He gets to a point where he realizes he said too much. Uh. No, I get it. When they turn the lights off, it's time to leave. Yeah. Oh. All right, I got it. I got it now. All right. Uh. All right. Hey, I'm man Hanson. As he nears retirement at the end of the year, uh, we got his sports briefs. And I just told Terry, man, just go through his working career. Last week we started when you started coaching. Right. So I will see what you got for us coming up. And it is coming up in minutes. Hang with us. Big show rolls on. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we'll team up and play Wordy Word. You can win a Mount Olive Pickled Prize Pack. It includes a Mount Olive hat, cool camo hat, also a Blaze Orange hunting hat. Mount Olive got it going on. We'll give you a T-shirt, a cool I Heart Mount Olive Pickles. I was wearing mine yesterday. Also, we got a stainless tumbler and, of course, munchies. Where you satisfy your pickle craving with munchies. That's the portable pickle in a pouch when you're on the go. Available at grocery stores near you. The Mount Olive Pickle Company. Hang on, we'll play in minutes. Right now, I'm man Maurice. With a lifetime in the world of sports. Terry Hansen on the world of sports. Here's a guy you'd never want to see in shorts. He's got scoops on, who's got a contract, who's a good dude, and who might be on crack. Big Show presents Sports Breeze. You know, like you mentioned last time, I talked about my coaching careers, how I got started in sports. Yes, sir. And remember, I always said I wanted to work in pro sports, and I had a chance with the Cardinals when I was coaching, and I actually took the job, but it fell through. They had to put a hiring freeze at Anheuser-Busch because of the energy crisis. So I went back and coached my last year. And then I got that Soccer Coach of the Year award, which still is amazing because (laughs) I didn't know anything about soccer. And then I got a call from the Dallas Tornado, a pro soccer team, and said, we'd like you to come down to interview as our assistant coach. And I said, yeah, <laughs> you don't want me as your assistant coach? You go, why not? I go, well, because I don't really know the game very well. And they said, well, you got this award. I said, that makes no difference at all. Trust me, I am not an assistant coach to go into pros. And I had a player that was drafted by a team in Rochester, New York, the Rochester Lancers. And he called me and said to me, they're looking for somebody up here to work in the front office and PR and marketing and all that stuff. And I said, well, tell them I'm interested. So I flew up to Rochester, New York, and had an interview. And you must know things are going to go bad. When I came out of the room the next morning to go to the interview, the guy in the room next door had died overnight. And they were taking him out on a stretcher. Should have been some foreboding as to what was going to happen in Rochester. And uh, I went to the team there. It was pro sports is what I wanted. But they were absolutely the worst-run team in the entire North American Soccer League. Probably is why they hired me, because you can't fall off the floor, right? right. 
<laughs> so I went in there and I, and I did public relations and I did marketing and I did about anything I needed to do because they were they were just so bad. And uh, they quit paying me at the end of the season. Uh, I mean, the season's over, I just quit getting paid. It was a 12-month-a-year job. And people had said to me, boy, that was a bold move, leaving the middle Midwest and going to Rochester. I never even thought about failure. I mean, I thought I just thought, well, you know, it's what I want to do. So they quit paying me. And a new general manager was hired in Washington, D.C., who had been in baseball. And I just wrote him a letter. And I said, congratulations on the uh, being in the league. And I was the baseball guy. I didn't say I was looking for a job. I just congratulated him. But he called me and he said, we're looking for a PR director up here. And I, in Washington, D.C., and I said, well, that, you know, that sounds pretty good. So I went up and I interviewed for that job, and I, I was very interested in them because the owners of that soccer team were the people bring the, were going to bring the San Diego Padres to Washington, D.C. And at the last moment, Ray Kroc of McDonald's fame rescued that team, and they never moved. So I was the uh, PR director the first year, and, and get this, they had me do television. They asked me, have you ever done television? I went, sure. I mean, sure, I, I mean, I've turned one on and off and stuff, but that ain't what I told them. So I, I did, a, I think I did a decent job, actually. And in my second year, they named me assistant general manager, and I still did the games. And one night, uh, I was doing a game and sitting in a hotel room in Washington, D.C., watching the game was Ted Turner. He didn't know anything about soccer, but he'd already bought a team. And he bought them for programming purposes. So he went back and said to the guy, I saw a guy in Washington, D.C. last night. Get a hold of him. I'd like to hire him to be our color announcer to do our games. So they brought me down there, and I said, so what am I going to do? You're going to do our games. I said, well, what else am I going to do? And he said, well, what else do you do? And I said, well, I was like the PR director, assistant GM. And, oh, okay, well, we'll just make you the general manager. <laughs> okay, great. So I ran this soccer team for three years, and I ran it right into the damn ground. <laughs> soccer wasn't working too well. Ted bought this team for programming, and we, I mean, talk about being bad. I mean, we were awful. We bought the team to put on television. And the first six games we put on TV, and I did the games with Bob Neal, but the first six games we did on TV, not only did we not win, we didn't score a goal. <laughs> oh, my and, and the whole six teams at the start of the season. So then we closed the team up after three years, of course. And then I'm in the stadium club one day having lunch, and Ted comes in there and he goes to me, so what are you going to do now? And I said, well, I'm being very bold here. I'm saying, well, my job not right now, Ted, is I'm trying to get rid of the players and get the assets sold and get this all done. And when, when that's all over, I'll start worrying about myself. To be honest, I was hor horrified for myself. <laughs> right. And he said to me, well, why don't you come see me this afternoon? So I went over to his office and he goes, so uh, what do you want to do in the company? And I said, well, you know, I'm a baseball guy. Yeah, a baseball guy? I thought you were a soccer guy. I said, yeah, but I scouted and I coached. You did? I go, yeah. He goes, okay. We'll just make you a VP of the Braves. <laughs> and I said, doing what? He goes, I don't know. They'll figure that out over there. I mean, I'll put you in there. I'll give you an office next to Henry Aaron over there, and you can work with the Braves. And I am absolutely oh, yeah. thrilled. Oh, 
That's what I'm going to do. And that night, uh, the guy who I reported to, other than Ted, called. He, he had been the president of CBS Television Network. And he called me and he said to me, so I understand you were in Turner's office. I said, yeah, I was. And, and I'm going to be a VP with the Braves. And he goes, oh, no, you're not. And I go, what do you mean I'm not? That's what I want to do. He goes, no, you don't. I go, yes, I do. He goes, meet me for breakfast tomorrow morning. So I met him for breakfast in the morning. And he said to me, now, you've done a lot uh, in uh, uh, soccer and everything else, but this is a television company. I said, I understand. And the Braves are nothing but a stepchild in this company. I want to do some things in sports. And he'd been the president of CBS Network and CBS Sports. And he said, I want you to come over here. And with my help, I want you to build this sports division. So he said, let's go see Turner. So he go into Turner's <laughs> office and he goes, Bob Wessler was the guy's name. He goes, and he could never pronounce his name. He called him Wessler. <laughs> hey, Wessler, Hanson's going to be a VP with the Braves. He said, no, that's not why we're here. We're here to tell you that, no, he's not. And Turner goes, I thought that's what you wanted to do. I said, it is. He says, well, what are you going to do? I said, this guy here's got some ideas for me. So he outlines his ideas and plans of what he wants me to do. And then Turner says to me, I mean, this is a great story. He goes to me, so can you do it? I go, I've got no idea if I can do this or not. He goes, well, uh. I think I'd probably have a uh, sports guy uh, screw up my sports division rather than a TV guy going in there and screwing it up. So we'll give you a shot. I go, okay, thanks. And that's how I became the head of TBS Sports. And, uh, and, and the Braves were only in 14 states. And when I, was in the, when I started 14 states, we eventually got into 50. We were doing the Hawks games. We owned both of those teams. Uh, I did that long way to October special that I won the Emmy on. Uh, we did. I brought college football into there, and with all with this Wessler guy's help. College football did the Braves. We did the Georgetown Virginia basketball game, uh, biggest game of the century at that time. Uh, uh, Samson versus Ewing right, was in that I game. That. We did that. We spent oh, we spent a lot of money, and, and that's the thing about Turner. Money was absolutely no factor whatsoever. Wow. He could go get it was wow. his idea, but he, when he told me to go get the USFL. And, and that's when Donald Trump and those guys were trying to buy a team. He said to me, I want you to go up there, and I want you to spend as much money as possible. He said, but don't come home with the team. I don't want a team. Just go up there and run wow. the damn price up for everybody else. <laughs> so I did that. So I did that for about seven or eight years, and then that was uh, it. And then next time I'll pick up with uh, doing uh, PGA Tour when I came to Charlotte. Right. Awesome, buddy. All right. Well, let's see if we can get us a winner. Let's play Wordy Word until we do. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, your toll-free line. Come on, we'll team up and play next. <laughs> Shows on the radio and a video today brought to you by the Mount Olive Pickle Company and Mount Olive Munchies. Satisfy your pickle craving with Munchies, a portable pickle in the pouch when you own the go. Wait the grocery stores now. See the video, being sexy ain't easy. <laughs> right at the bigshow.com. 
Miller's like the second girl. Yeah. The only one voted for her so uh, far. Yeah. <laughs> See what you think. You go to thebigshow.com. Taking a classic beer request on the Facebook wall in minutes, but right now. Oh, well, everybody's heard about the bird. Let's play the wordy word and a wordy word. Let's meet a contestant. We got Kate from LaGrange, Georgia. Good morning, Kate. Woo! Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. And we got Greasy from Sloan Switch, Mississippi. Good morning, Greasy. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Greasy. It likes to be hanging out with Pokey from the mountains and Pecker from Graham, don't it? <laughs> well, we're coming live from Hillbilly Haven. <laughs> All right, well, Greasy, you're on team Tater and Terry. And Kate, you're the John Boy and Pillars. Uh, Pillars filling in for Billy while he's out here. I did, Greasy, you relax. And Kate, me and you will go for the first 30 seconds. Good luck to you, Kate. What do you say, Greasy? Uh, I said good luck to you, Kate. Oh, oh ain't greasy, well, sweet. All right. All right, Kate, here we go. Start the clock now. Uh, you're, you're, you're married, so she is your life blank. Uh, you, you, Black mother-in-law, you, you, you need one of these to dance. You need a blank to dance. Card? Uh, it's, 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 it's like, you know, you're, you're in with somebody. Hey, you're my... Uh, you, uh, to, it takes two to tango. You need a blank partner. Yes. All right. Uh, when you have blank problem in your nose, it's stopped up. You have what? Blue snot. <laughs> yeah, blue yeah, snot. Well, it has been a wordy word yeah. before. Well, Kate, doggone it, my bad. I stunk it up on partner there. But oh, we, you ain't seen nothing. Wait the light. <laughs> put a one on the board. Well, let's see what. Greasy Tater. I mean, Greasy and Tater. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can do. All right. You ready, Greasy? Yes, sir. Let's get it. Okay. Picking up on that last one. Go. When your face hurts, they may say you have a blank infection kind of around your nose. Thomas. You, uh, w- Willie Blank had the chocolate factory. What was his last name? Walker. You, uh, smoked this, um, uh, it's a Cuban. Cuban. Cigar. You, uh, 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 yeah. Uh, you don't eat fruit until it is this. Right. Uh, it rhymes with it. You <laughs> you blank a baby's butt. Spank. No, you, you, it rhymes with right. that one. Right. There you go. Right. All right. Well, okay, yeah, Greasy, ready to go. Put a five on the board, leads five to one. All right, Kate, you are up with pillars. Need some points here. Are you ready, Kate? Yeah. Okay. Come on, pillars, let's do this. All right. That's and? not the first time I've heard that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make it clear. All right. Ready, go. Sometimes when you want to play a prank on somebody, you take them out for this kind of a hunt. A blank hunt. Oh, you mean that. Rhymes not- with it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, this is what Santa Claus has on his chin. A long white. Beard. Yeah. This is also called TNT. You light a fuse and throw a stick of. Sunlight. Uh, witches have these on their nose. Who has them on their nose? Witches have these witches? on their nose. What? 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 Oh, this is what you do to a banjo. Try it. All right. The correct answer is throw it? it in the trash. What you did? So you put a four on the one, a total of five. So that ties Greasy five to five. Oh. So Hanson and Greasy 
one will win. This uh-huh. is a match made in heaven. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. You ready, Greasy? Yes, sir. Let's get after it. And go. You don't pick at a guitar. You do this to it. Strum. There you go. That's Good it. job. And you can take a knee with Strum for the win. All right, well, Kate from LaGrange came up a little short, but you were eligible to play again anytime. We appreciate you. Sorry, Kate. I enjoyed it. Congratulations to Greasy over there. Y'all have a happy holiday. All right, Kate. Thank you very much. All right. Now, Greasy. uh, Yeah, Greasy. You there, buddy? Yes, sir. All right, there you are. All right, good deal. Well, you hang on, and Jackie will get you addressed down Sloan Switch. We'll get you prize package. All right. Can I give out a shout-out? Yes, you can. All right. I'd like to give out a shout-out to my son. He's, he's in the uh, Special Forces Army. Wow. And all the veterans out there, I hope they have a, a happy holidays and uh, stay out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you, Greasy. You hang on for I now. appreciate y'all, and I, I really enjoy your show, man. <laughs> man, I <love> <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Time for the classic beer request of the morning. We got Anthony Shiflett out of Greenville, Tennessee. On the wall, Anthony says, I love the Carl Childers Wizard of Oz story. Please play that. We sure will, Anthony. Got it for you next. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Classic beer requests. Take one off the Facebook wall every weekday about this time. This morning, Anthony Shiffett of Greenville, Tennessee. Here we go with Carl. And now, it's story time with your host, Carl Childers. Mm. I used to play this movie up at the Nervous Hospital every year by the name of Wizard of Oz. I reckon I can tell you about it if you want me to. There's this little girl there named Dorothy. She lived out there in this place called Kansas where it was all brown looking all the time. She stayed out in that little house with her Annie and Uncle Henry and these three funny fellers. Not funny ha-ha, funny queer. (laughs) Well, sir, this Dorothy got her a little dog named Toto. Took to digging up this mean woman's flyer bed all the time. Them flyers must have been pretty special because that mean woman gets it in her head that that little Toto ought to be put down. Mm. Mm. I'm a dog lover. My Dorothy grabbed up that little dog. She runned off Summers. They met this old fella cooking hot dogs. He looked in this big glass ball he had there and told Dorothy that her Annie was a dying. About then, this old big tornado blowed up. Some folks call it a twister. I call it a tornado. <laughs> this tornado blowed up, and she run home with that little dog, just in time for that farmhouse there to get sucked up into that tornado. I can't figure out why folks are so scared of tornadoes. Dorothy looked out the window there, and folks is riding bikes and rocking in chairs and rowing boats and having all sorts of big time. <laughs> 
Well, sir, that fine that house there finally landed someplace where things was in color. <laughs> and it is plum run over with these little critters called munchkins. Dorothy there, she weren't no bigger than a squirrel. These munchkins ain't even smaller than she was. Darn near mouse size, I reckon. I like the way they talk. <laughs> Especially when them little sucker fellers did that dance. <laughs> These munching critters was all giddy that Dorothy's house squashed some old witch had been causing trouble in the area there. They so happy they even made up a song about it. That seemed kind of cruel to me. <laughs> them munchkins was having a ball. Right in the middle of all the singing and dancing, this green witch showed up a yelling, What'd you kill my sister for? What'd you kill my sister for? <coughs> it weren't funny to her. <laughs> Seems that her sister was the one that got squashed by that house there. All she wanted was her sister's red shoes. And along come this pretty woman in a wedding dress, floating up in this big old soap bubble. <laughs> She gave him red shoes to Dorothy, saying that they's magic. That green witch, yes, sir, she's so hot, she disappeared in a big ball of fire. Then Munchkin started singing and dancing again. He did that a lot. <laughs> they sent Dorothy down some yellow street there to meet up with this wizard feller over in Oz so he could get her home. Along the way, she met up with this straw feller and a metal feller some old sissy cat feller. <laughs> Seems like they's all pretty much a sorry bunch. Couldn't do nothing for themselves. He's all headed to Oz, big that wizard for some or other. That wizard weren't no more than a big old head. Kinda like Mr. Spanky's. <laughs> I reckon that wizard was studying on doing some house cleaning because he said he'd help him out if they'd bring him that witch's broom. I reckon brooms is probably hard to come by in Oz there. So Dorothy and them, it took off after that witch. But she seen them coming. Turned loose some monkeys on them. Mm. These there weren't regular monkeys. They had wings like birds. <laughs> they swooped down on them folks, put a hurt on them, but good. Except for Dorothy and that little dog there. Them monkeys toted them on back to the witch's castle. Some folks call it a palace, I call it a castle. <laughs> well, sir, that straw feller and that metal feller and that old sissy cat feller, they finally pulled themselves together, set off to rescue Dorothy and Toto, snuck up on the castle there and whooped the tar out of these three soldier fellers and stole their clothes. Mm. I think them soldiers liked them a cookie or two. He's always singing about Oreos and whatnot. <laughs> well, sir, them boys, they found that Dorothy. While they was making their getaway there, Dorothy throwed a bucket of water on that witch. She plumb melted like a popsicle on a hot day. Mm. Dorothy felt bad, I reckon. But I don't think them soldiers are too upset about it. They just laughed and laughed. Gave Dorothy that broom, but the wizard was a hankering for her. She took it on back to him. Some feller hiding behind the shower curtain started handing out prizes. <laughs> she gave that straw feller a piece of paper and a clock to that metal feller and a big old medallion to that cat man. 
That feller's gonna take Dorothy back to that brown-looking place she wanted to go to in this big hair balloon. But she plumb missed it. She commenced to blubber and something terrible. Then that soap bubble girl come back and told her all she had to do to go home was to knock her feet together while she was wearing them red shoes that dead witch was wearing. I reckon she got pretty hot about hearing that. If she'd have heard that back in Munchkin Town there, she wouldn't have had to walk all that way to Oz and get toted off by flying monkeys and whatnot. So she popped that soap bubble, punched that pretty girl in the eye, and she knocked her feet together and went home. She woke up in that place where everything is brown with her aunt and uncle and that hot dog feller and them three homosexual farmhands. <laughs> Before she could get back to her senses, that main woman come back, grabbed that little dog, killed it. <laughs> Moral of the story, they ain't no place like home, but at least them munchkins won't kill your dog. <laughs> story time is brought to you by Hargrave's Potted Meat Product, chock full of peckers and lips since 1937. Eat you a munchkin, little fella. <laughs> Good morning, big shows on the radio. Robert O'Keefe, Merry Christmas from the family. Yeah, that's what started all with our bud. And then a follow-up tune, Christmas time again. I like this too. Check it out. There is a Barbie doll in the gravy boat up on Mom's TV set. An angel made of styrofoam holds Rita's cigarette. Santa waves an empty beer in his plastic hand. Everyone is here this year. It's Christmas time again. You know the kids are in their sleeping bags with every kind of toy. Ken and Kay have hit the hay and Dad's new lazy boy. spot underneath the old Christmas tree the setting in his underwear drunk as he can be last night we stuffed our stockings and hung a mistletoe when Santa Claus came knocking he looked like Uncle Joe Someone put the coffee on and find the Tylenol. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays, you all. You know our dad got mom a flannel robe. Ken, a socket set 
And mom got Kay a super value pack of Nicorette. <laughs> Kay got Ken a Nordic track and a new guitar for me. And Ken got sister Spanish speaking lessons on CD. Last night we all sang Jingle Bells and opened up our hearts. This morning our home looks like hell or possibly Walmart. Someone bed the gravy boat and dress a Barbie doll. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays, you all. We're making mimosas on the deck and packing the U-Haul. Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless us BitBox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, 99 cents each, 15 for $9.99. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Find your faves right now at TheBigShow.com. John Boy and Billy's Southern Sweet Tea is a refreshing Southern classic, and you can stock up right now at Food Lion, Lowe's Foods, and Galaxy Foods. Shop The Big Show by phone, 800-471-STUFF. Online services by Animink.com. Bye, y'all. Have a great rest of your day. Can't wait until we meet again. We love you. We mean it. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.